With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to the Saka Cricket Show with Travis Wakeling, focusing on all things cricket in South Australia. Join the strikers in their quest for glory. Yes, we're back. We've just had the one and only Jamie Overton from the Adelaide Strikers on the show. If you did miss that interview, you can always catch up on our podcast. Just search the Saka Cricket Show and you'll be able to listen back to that entire interview and the full show. So our next guest, as I mentioned before the break, we have got someone here with us who is dominating Premier Cricket. His name is Josh Can. He plays for the Northern Districts Cricket Club. Josh, great to have you on the show. Hello, guys. Thanks for having me. Mate, so good to have you on. I saw your name. My social media feed lit up when I saw a man in the Premier Cricket Comp who scored 136 of 49 balls. Mate, that is incredible. Thank you, yeah. Oh, obviously, it was good to get a few runs. I've had a bit of um, bit of bad luck at the moment with a bit of few club cricket knocks, so to get the to get a few runs away, which was good, and to get my team over the line in the T20 game was was pretty good for me. Just touching, you mentioned the T20 there. Your form is incredible. So just for our listeners, you've you've played two T20 games this season. A couple have been washed out by by the rain, but you've taken you've hit the 136 not out of 49 balls against Tea Tree Gully. You've also taken two wickets in that game, and then the season opener a couple of weeks prior to that, you have taken four for 11 of four overs. And you've opened the batting with 49 not out. Mate, what, what do you attribute this kind of form to? This is unreal. Um, to be honest, I, I, don't, I love, a white, love batting white ball cricket and obviously opening the batting um, and just taking it on in the, in the power play overs when it's probably the easiest time to bat when there's only a couple of fielders out. But I think, yeah, I've been working hard on my T20 game for, for quite a while. Um, been taking it up to Darwin for a few, few years. So it's just been good to get those rewards and, and get a few. That's great. And you've, played, you've actually played a couple of BBL games, haven't you? Yeah, I've played um, three games for the Hurricanes a couple of years ago. Um, obviously, never I never got my chance to bat in them. I'd only only bowled, but um, hopefully in the near future I can uh, get a couple more games and see what happens. And that's staggering to me. So I looked up I looked up your games and I couldn't believe that with a record like yours in Premier Cricket you didn't get to bat in those games. But um, you did get a chance with the ball. You took a you took a big bash wicket. You took Joe Clark. How how was that experience? Do you remember how it all happened? Yeah, I do. It was a, it was probably the game to forget, but obviously I did get my wicket. It was the game when uh, Glenn Maxwell and Marcus Dornis um, smashed us around the park in the in their last game of the season at the G, and they scored 270. But uh, yeah, I'll, I will remember that game for the rest of my life. Obviously, getting my first big bash wicket, and yeah, it was an unbelievable game to watch. And for you, you're a 24 year old. You've moved down from Queensland to to South Australia. Um, so obviously you're still a young player. That experience would have been incredible. But what what um, what made you think to move to Adelaide for uh, to develop your cricketing career? Um, I was thinking about leaving Queensland um, a little bit just for opportunities um, into other states. And I went up to Darwin, and I was actually pretty close to going to Tasmania to play some club cricket down there for a club called Kingborough. 
Um, and then I was playing in the strike league comp up there and uh, Mark Cosgrove, Cosy was at Northerns and he said, why don't you come across to Northerns and play some club cricket with us and see what see what you can do here. And it pretty much went real quick and probably a couple of weeks later, I was in Adelaide playing cricket for Northern District Cricket Club. That's great. And talk to me about your club because obviously you're the, you're the skipper of the T20 side. You obviously, play, with your experience, play a leadership role in the in the wider club as well. You're currently second on the ladder in the men's first grade competition, sitting fourth in the T20 comp. Um, how, how are you enjoying your time at the club? Yeah, I love it. Um, I think last year we had a full new group um, and we've all come back this year and it's pretty much a similar team. I think we're all starting to bind together and sort of get our games on top. So um, I think we're a real young club um, and I think in years to come, I think we'll, we will um, we'll hopefully put our foot in the ground and start winning some winning heaps of games and hopefully take a couple of flags with us in, in years to come. Tell us about you. You were telling me that you've, you've got some young players on the list and I think it was six players under the age of 21 or something along those lines. You're playing in um, the Division 2 comp um, and, like I said, going really, really well. Who are some of the players like yourself, that we need to keep our eye on for uh, for state selection? Uh, I personally think Hayden Schiller, a young, a young kid, he's prob- I think he's only just 17 and he's he's played a couple of years at the 19s and 17s for Saka. Bowls a good pace and I don't know if you've seen it, but he, he got that hat-trick early on in the year against Tea Tree Gully and won us the game when they needed only two runs to win. Um, and yeah, there's also a couple of young boys like Brandon Bray and Walter Kinloch that are only real young as well, 16, 17. So I think, yeah, we've got a lot of young talent in the club that can sort of help us boost our team and hopefully, yeah, take some flags with us in the next few years. That's great. That's that's good. Great to hear that lots of good young talent is coming out of Premier Cricket and particularly out at Northern Districts as well. I w- I'd love to hear a little bit more about how you manage your time. Obviously, you're an up-and-coming cricketer. You're really focusing on your cricket career. What do, you, what do you get up to in your spare time? Obviously, you need to support yourself and do all those sorts of things as well. How do you, how do you manage your time You know, week to week with uh, all of your cricket commitments? Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I haven't been working... Um, at the moment in Adelaide. So I've sort of just been trying to focus hard on my cricket and trying to get, trying to push myself to the next level and do as best as I can with that. So just sort of um, doing my club training with my, uh, doing club training on the Tuesdays and Thursdays and then trying to do every now and then and get get out and do some optional hitting in that. Um, and to be honest, there's not too much to it, but it's more just trying to knuckle down and focus on, as you know, cricket's a real mental game as well. So just trying to do my best with that. Absolutely, mate. And um, in terms of your own conversations, have you been having any conversations with our, our state selectors around getting towards the, the state side? Have you had any feedback about things that you need to work on in your game that's going to take you to the next level? Yeah, everyone always gets, gets something to work on. I've always I've been having a few chats with people just about giving myself some more time with the bat. Um, obviously, in two-day cricket, you can't really go out from ball one and do that. So it's more about being that and trying to be more mature as a batsman in my eyes. So that's what I've been trying to work on recently. Um, and But other than that, I just signed with a, a manager recently. So hopefully there's, there's some good stuff to come. But yeah, just working hard on my game still. Do you think there's a chance we might see you back in the BBL as a replacement player at any point this year? Obviously you were you know, signed to the Sixers squad last year as Steve Smith's replacement player. Didn't get a game, but that would have been a great experience for you. Yeah, the, yeah. Obviously, Hobart, Hobart Hurricanes and the Sixers were two completely different different teams and squads of different caliber of players. So, 
um, I think, yeah, I've learned so much from both those teams in the last couple of years. And, yeah, obviously I'd love to be in another another BBL squad and, and be around another group of players, which would be awesome. But obviously just fingers crossed, isn't it? That's right. Well, Josh, mate, it's been awesome to have you on the show today. Really appreciate you coming on. And I'm sure our listeners are going to follow your career very closely from now. So thank you, Josh Can. Thank you guys for having me. That was Josh Can from the Northern Districts Cricket Club. Don't forget, this is the Saka Cricket Show. Make sure you get down to Adelaide Oval on Tuesday night, December the 19th, to cheer on the strikers under lights. We'll be back right after this with our Night Watchman.